This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Flash TV Talk presents Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call-in extravaganza. With your host, Bo York and Matthew Bow. Featuring musical guest, Cher. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over the field we go, laughing all the way. The real Cher not actually featured in this podcast. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news reviews and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. However, tonight we are doing things a bit different, as you may have noticed. It is, in fact, our third annual Grandma Esther's Eggnog-Induced Christmas Call-In Extravaganza. I am your host, Bo, and with me, ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him, you may have gotten him confused for Gorilla Grodd, Mr. Matthew Bell. Hello. How are you doing this evening? Man, I am so excited because uh, as you can tell, as those tuning in live here can tell, as those at home who are listening uh, on podcasts, delayed podcasts can tell, this is a special one tonight because tonight we are actually filming in front of a live studio audience. And let me just tell you, this is the best looking studio audience I have ever seen. Oh, yes, yes, I know, I know. You're all wonderful, you're all wonderful, and I wouldn't trade you for anything. Well, maybe about a, I don't know, maybe for a million dollars. <laughs> no, right. Or another handle of eggnog. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, you got it queued up, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's going to be amazing. It's Man, we got a great, I'll tell you what, Bell, why don't you tell even the worst pun that you've got right now? It's a very forgiving audience, go for it. Uh, let's see here, eggnog, more like, going to put me in bed, nog. Oh, no, no. All right. So they're not that forgiving, Bell. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Look, we got a great show planned for you guys tonight. It is the holidays. It is Christmas. We are on hiatus, but we've been given so much to speculate about, which we hope to tonight. This is a special episode because we do turn the mics back to you. We open up the uh, the Skype lines, which we will do later on in the show, to take uh, some listener questions, some listener thoughts. It's going to be a blast. But I got to tell you, man, this is a special time of year. Is this not a special time of year? Uh, I think it's it's a, it's a magical time of year. It is. It is. It's it's the most wonderful time of year. I mean, it's, uh, it's cold outside, but we're warm on the inside. And not just because the love that we have and share with one another and with all of you, but because of that most delicious of drinks... Grandma Esther's eggnog. Thank you, Grandma Esther. Thank you, Grandma Esther. What are you rocking tonight? What, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but it's it's a pre-mixed eggnog. It's it's 15% because the other brand was 14.5, <laughs> and that's not acceptable. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> and I have a giant glass of it, and I put it in the freezer because uh, I bought it right after work. 
and now it's like a milkshake consistency and it's absolutely delicious. Oh man, look, I've uh, I have been enjoying also a pre-mixed eggnog that I'm not familiar with. It wasn't quite what I wanted it to be, so I got some four roses here and I did it up the Grandma Esther way. And you know, as I was as I was enjoying it, it got me reflecting, man. It, it you know, we've got all these wonderful carols this time of year to sing about uh, the wondrous things that we sing about every single year on Christmas, but Grandma Esther's eggnog is becoming a stable, man. This is becoming a tradition in the lives of my family, your family, the family of Flash fans around the world, and it got me inspired. So you know what? I don't. I busted out, wrote a little song. Ooh, let's hear it. Take this drink from me Cause I can't drink it anymore It's got too much bourbon for me Feels like I'm knocking on Grandma Esther's door Hey, 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 hey Knock, knock, knock it on Grandma Esther's door. Hey, 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 hey. Knock, knock, knock it on Grandma Esther's door. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock it on Grandma Esther's door. Ooh, yeah. Knock, knock, knock it on Grandma Esther's door. Grandma Esther, pouring some out for you, but not really because I'm drinking it. Best eggnog in the world! The most alcoholic grandmother in the world. We love you, Grandma Esther. Merry Christmas. And to all a good eggnog. Look, sometimes you gotta you gotta let it out. Your love for Grandma Esther's eggnog, and uh, that was noggin on Grandma Esther's door, uh, recorded in a, in front of a live studio audience of my two year old child. So, <laughs> <laughs> the best audience. Hey, cheers to you, Bell, and cheers to Grandma Esther. Here, cheers. Yeah, right across the, uh, the the state and miles and miles away. Uh, y'all, th- we've got a wonderful show. We really do. We've got a great uh, crowd here like uh, in, in the chat, the live chat. I've got a lot of windows pulled up, so I'm going to do my best to uh, to manage it. Oh, we got Joseph Arndt in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. That is Pokemon Joe, uh, one of the, uh, the most notorious Pokemon podcasters around. So I'm looking forward to having uh, him on the show at some point tonight. The myth. The legend. I'm telling you, it really is. Look, we got Karen. We got Karen in, in the house. I know Karen's tried to call in a couple of times. Hopefully, maybe we might get you tonight. Uh, we've got Jay Friend. We've got Trickster. We've got Wanna Pineapple, Captain Dooley. We've got uh, Scott Garner. We've got all kinds of folks. Y'all are awesome for being here. Bell, before we dive into the actual, you know, call-ins and, and the, you know, the, the, the main event, if you will, for what everybody is, is looking forward to, let me ask you, are you planning on giving or perhaps asking Santa for any Flash-related gear this year? You know, uh, 
I wish I was more of a jewelry person because I'd really like a flash ring. Oh, dude. I just don't think I could pull it off. Yeah, yeah. You have to be a certain kind of man to pull off a like like a pinky ring or something like that. Oh, definitely the flash pinky ring. You'd be like, you know, this this on this the day of my daughter's wedding. You know, kiss my ring. I'll kiss give you a the- favor. You know, <laughs> and like maybe I'd, I'd build your house for you really quick because I'm the Flash, but I'm also the Godfather, and I wear a pinky ring instead of a regular ring. Yeah, Seth, uh, do you spend time with your Flash family? Not spending time with the Flash family ain't no kind of speedster. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Godfather Flash. Um, yeah. Okay. So so you're not uh, not going for the ring. You know, I um, <laughs> I I have something to confess to you, man. Uh, you know, every, uh, at work we have kind of this, this, I guess, tradition, if you will, uh, whenever we release a new product or feature, we kind of do a ritual, which is I've got a lightsaber that I light and I, uh, light it up. We play journeys, no, not journey, uh, Jefferson starships final countdown. And also I wear, uh, the Jay Garrick helmet that was actually a gift from a listener, uh, who actually pictures. Yeah. Now, now originally Bell, he sent me two, one for me and one for you. Um, problem with where's that. my helmet well hang on <laughs> this last past time we just had a big feature release with uh with with satchel which is uh the company that i uh, work for and, and and in fact created um we we just did this big partnership with patreon so that now podcasters are able to sync their podcast with patreon uh, and, and get supported directly from uh you know linking to their patreon account directly from the podcast player which is pretty awesome uh but but during the midst of of our product launch i kind of broke my jay garrick helmet I mean, well, what I mean is that I broke your Jay Garrick helmet because technically (laughs) I opened yours and that's the one I was using. So I had to open the one that was mine that I just hadn't opened yet. And, uh, and there you go. And as Juana Pineapple is pointing out in the chat, yes, Final Countdown is actually from Europe, not Jefferson Starship. That would have been We Built This City on Rock and Roll, which uh, another great song, but not necessarily the one that we uh, that I broke the Jay Garrick helmet to. So uh, my bad, dude. I, I, How do you break a speedster's helmet? I, well, you know, it's uh, it, it was a little bit of a knockoff. It was not an officially approved licensed product. I mean, well, you know, I won't name names as to how we got it or where we got it or where that person got it from. But point being, uh, it was not necessarily licensed. I've been looking around for a Jay Garrick helmet. I think that's what I'm asking Santa Claus for this year is a Jay Garrick helmet, authentic and one that isn't going to break uh, when it drops on the floor. Like metal? Uh, like made of metal? Well, I mean, I, I want it to be comfortable. Like I'm planning on wearing it pretty much every single day. Well, well, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, they have like leather straps and stuff in there. You put the, you know, you, you fit it to your head like a, like yeah. a, like a, well, like, like a suit. Yeah, like, like a, a, like a Egger <laughs> suit. <laughs> like, a, like a Garrick suit. Yeah, exactly. Like a Garrick suit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, you know, as I was looking around for Jay Garrick helmets though to put on my my wish list to, for Santa, I, I did a Google image search, and if you Google image search for Jay Garrick. Then uh, you do find that the uh, the flashes the television series Jay Garrett comes up more often than not, and and it's pretty much the entire entirety of it. It's actually Zoom. It's actually the the Zolomon Jay Garrick as opposed to the actual Jay Garrick. Yeah, like, like so so because because Jay's is more of like a Mercury style wing, whereas Zoom's is more of a no. They're the same helmet. They're the same helmet in the television show. Well, the television. I'm talking about like if you look at the comic version versus the the television version. Ah, uh, no, man. Is, the television version is pretty true to the comic. I thought it always had like a Mercury, like you know, Mercury's legs are kind of more feathery and curvy, whereas these are more angular. Well, it just depends. I, like to me, in my mind, this is like the, the television show did a really great job of creating a Jay Garrett. Comic. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So I'm 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 kind of down with what they came up with. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 on my uh my Christmas wish list, but. We shall see what we shall see. 
And that is what we shall see. But now <laughs> it's time to to, uh, to say what we will say, or better yet, to say what you guys will say. We are now opening up the Skype lines to kick off this call-in section of Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call-in extravaganza. By the way, use that as a hashtag right now on Twitter, Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call-in extravaganza. Uh, and if you put that whole thing in one Say hashtag, that five times fast. well, if you put the whole thing in one hashtag, uh, we will be selecting from people who have done that and we will give away a digital comic before the end of the episode. So head over to Twitter, write that. And Hey, Here. while you are there, also check out on our Twitter handle, we put out some polls asking who people predict, uh, to be the people referenced in last episode's prophecy. Who falls, who betrays, and who has a fate worse, worse than death. We've got those polls going right now, and by the end of the episode, we'll be sure to read off uh, what the uh, what the the grand total is at the time. So, looking forward to getting that feedback and uh, speculating wildly as the night goes on. This is David Sobolov, the voice of Gorilla Grodd on The Flash, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. I am Grodd. Hey, hey. Brentag, buddy, man, how you doing tonight? I am doing great. Didn't think I was going to make it, but squeezed in here just with a couple minutes to spare. Yeah, I got your message beforehand. I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you were able to make it. So you're on your way to work. Is that right? No, no, it's just a uh, uh, just a busy night. We had some friends in town doing a little holiday stuff. Gotcha. Oh, well, good, man. You got uh, you uh, you hitting up the uh, the eggnog tonight? Uh, not, not so much. The kids were around, but uh well, I gave him all the boots so I could get on here with you guys. <laughs> well, fair enough, man. We uh, we uh, we we do try to keep it family friendly. I actually had a, a very nice email that was sent in to uh, us uh, last week from a, a dad who said that his his child listens to our show, and it was a good reminder that right before we jump into Grandma Esther's eggnog induced <laughs> uh, antics that uh, oh yes, there are children listening, so we need to be mindful of that. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, man. So so far, we are midway through this season. What has been your opinion? Uh, the season as a whole, I thought has been great. I, I enjoyed last year, but this year has definitely been uh, just a step up overall above that. I'm loving what's going on with Wally. I, I like the kind of the, the twist on how he got his powers. It's, you know, obviously similar, yeah, but not yeah. the exact same with the alchemy connection. And I think that's pretty interesting. Well, the show is known to make its own kind of twist and put its own uh, touches on the characters. Out of curiosity, as so far in terms of like the first two seasons and now halfway into season three, what has been your favorite, uh, let's say, liberty that they've taken in, in terms of, you know, making a character their own? Um, I, actually, I'm going to say Harrison Wells. And by that, I mean mm. all of the Harrison Wells. <laughs> Wait, do you, when you say all of the Harrison Wells, do you really mean like all? All the Harrison Wells, including, you know, the the 19, the 12, the 370, whatever it was, you know, Th those were good for a gag, which is all they were. <laughs> um, I, I definitely think the Earth 2 version is my favorite, but I, I've liked all the different takes on them. So I got to ask you and, and, you know, without getting into spoilers, because, you know, we never know who, who knows spoilers and who doesn't. We try to remain a spoiler or I try to remain as spoiler free as possible. But in terms of this HR, this Harrison Wells, Savitar called him last episode specifically the fake Wells. What do you think Savitar meant by that? Well, he's been using that gizmo to change the way he looks to the general public. And they kind of showed that to us and then let it just kind of let it go to the back burner. And then, you know, invasion happened and it, I think that's going to come back into play. I am not convinced that that really is, you know, his Harrison Wells, which would just completely go into what Kavanaugh has been doing with playing all these different versions. Mm. 
So you're saying that you don't know, so you don't believe or don't know necessarily that even, you know, HR is even a Harrison Wells to begin with. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the obvious interpretation of what Savitar said was he's not either the Earth One Harrison Wells mm. or the Earth Two Harrison Wells who are more established on the show. But it, I don't know, looking at it a bit deeper, I'm not sure he's Harrison Wells at all. I'm kind of with you, man. I, the, the more that we've we've kind of, you know, dive into his character and everything else and the you know, I mentioned, I've mentioned it before, but, but he has these moments where he has these like really great insight, which seemed to almost contrast his almost goofy cavalier, know nothing, you know, percept or the way that he kind of pre- pre- uh, presents himself to the team. And so it's, it's like, there's more going on than meets the eye. And and you're right. They wouldn't show us that whole facial reconstruction thing unless it was going to come back into play later. Exactly. They, they've done nothing with it. I, other than, you know, the brief stuff in Invasion, I don't even think he's left Star Labs, or at least they haven't showed him leaving Star Labs since then. Yeah. And so why bring that up if they're just going to forget about it? So do you think that perhaps uh, this HR was using that facial technology when he first came over to Earth-1 and that uh, he placed on another face, perhaps? Well, well, yeah, I don't I don't think his real face is, is a Harrison Wells face. Ah, okay. The, and so I, I don't think he, I mean... It, Let's see. Joseph in the chat said it, he might be the partner, yeah. which I think could make a lot of sense. As in, like they, the, the he, guy, as like an the, HR's partner who you know allegedly actually solved the riddle that got him through. Gotcha. Yeah, and I, I think I think for me that would make the most sense. Bell has done his best to spoil me about stuff, and I don't know if the spoils that he showed me are legitimate or not. But uh, I, I, I I'm withholding. Oh, the delicious, delicious spoilers! No, you stop it! You stop it, Bell! I know that we're getting a little loosey goosey here with the beverages, but that does not mean we get a little loosey goosey with the spoilers. <laughs> Loose lips, spoil series. That's what I'm saying, man. Keep it, keep it. <laughs> Keep it in, in your brain. Keep it in your brain. Uh, yeah. What else, though, uh, in terms of this, the, the remainder of the season? What, what, what projections do you have, Brintag? What are you looking forward to? Well, I've been thinking about, you know, the 17 different berries that have been at that night that Thawne killed his mom. <laughs> right. and we're, so we're up to 17. Is that the official count? No, that's, no. That's, that's, that's the number I'm going with. That's pretty close. Yeah. And it, it seems like everybody's focusing on, you know, where did the berry go? Who waved him off? Where did the berry go that pulled young berry out of the house and everything? But nobody's brought up, couldn't they just be time remnants? Mm, well, so that's the thing, right? Uh, I, I was actually thinking about the fact that from what we saw right before Flashpoint, Barry eradicated another Barry in that room and theoretically perhaps even more berries. So like all of these are essentially time remnants. I mean, I think I think that's that's pretty much confirmed based on our understanding of what time remnants are. Uh, the question is whether or not they stick around. Um, you know, I think there's, there's this whole kind of concept of you existing in the same time as yourself. You're kind of flirting with danger, right? Like, you know, what will, will I get caught? Will I not get caught? Are the, uh, are the time rates going to come after me? Um, and so they're all there experiencing that one moment and then they all lickety split out of there. And so I don't know if I was a time wraith, I would just hang out there. Like if that, if that was my job, if I was like a beat cop slash time wraith and I'm trying to like police the timeline to get time wraiths or to get, uh, to get time remnants. Why wouldn't you just hang out in that room, get a cup of coffee with your buddies and be like, this is the place, man. This is stakeout right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty so sure if you were up, like berries or something like that, where they all just hang out. Yeah. Could be. Could I mean, be they've close. shown him going. They've showed him going in the past a couple times, and he's always kind of merged with his past self, and so it had always kind of turned into a remnant. Except for one and, very specific time, which is when we got the first time wraith. 
True, though that one did end up dying, and so no, no, I, no, I guess I'm no, no, no. That's I'm the second time. That's the second time that he remember the first time he went back in time and and did not merge with himself was when it was the incident that created the good Pied Piper. Uh, You're right. He, so You're he made right. changes. That's the first time that we saw a time wraith because it came after him because he was a time because he was actively existing in that timeline at the same time that another him was actively existing in that timeline, and so you know fast forward to the future. Uh, when Hunter Zolomon's doing this, he was creating time wraiths and, or I'm sorry, he was creating time remnants and both actively impacting the present, which means, you know, time wraiths finally came in and was like, all right, you gotta, you gotta shut this down. You're, you're cheating. This is not the way that the game was built. You know, we're going to cart you off into, you know, never, never land or the reverse speed force or negative speed force or wherever they went off to. It's a good point. I'm going to have to go rewatch that episode. Yeah. People say we never remember anything. Come on, yes. guys. <laughs> you know, broken clock, right twice, twice a day. Fair enough. Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think when uh, when time travel is used correctly on the Flash, those are the instances where Barry uh, dissolves out the other instance of himself because he leaves and arrives at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. The, the The time remnant thing happens when you leave and arrive at a time that you didn't leave. And so then you have the time remnants and that's when everything goes bad. Uh, right. Yeah. So, and zoom was obviously using that, uh, intentionally. I think Barry, when he's done it in the past, has done it unintentionally, except for in the season finale of, uh, season two, where he used his own time remnant to defeat zoom. Mm. Yeah. Spoilers for those of you who have not seen that, which <laughs> well, I'm sure everyone here has. Seen. I mean, come on, if you're if you're that, listening so. to this podcast, I think you're if you're listening uh, to Grandma Esther's, yeah, <laughs> you know what I do, this is induced Christmas calling extravaganza. Chances are you've seen the season finale. Yeah, seriously, if you Flash. if if Grandma Esther's eggnog induced Christmas calling extravaganza is your first episode to Flash TV talk, you need to stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> This is only for those that have been in the game for some time here. This is, uh, yeah, this is crazy. Veterans. Speaking, of, speaking of veterans, Brintak, any final thoughts before we let you go tonight? No, I, I think that about does it. That's what's been kind of a kind of working around my brain is the time remnant thing and just thinking more about it. I'm, I am wondering when we're going to get back to that scene again, because, you know, it's coming. Oh, yeah. It, it always does. Oh, yeah. 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 It's uh, it's the center of the it's the center of the universe. I mean, you know, we've uh, I'm even kind of sticking with the concept that if Barry is time like if he is the origins and the source of what is true time then that one moment is essentially the big bang of all time right that's this the center point in which time began now apparently captain cold died where time ended uh, oh, are we gonna get into this again no 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 we're not gonna do it we're not gonna do it all right Brentak, man have a happy holidays and uh and we'll see see you uh down down the timeline same to you guys thank you all right brother by the way, guys, uh, the way that we do things here for live call-in shows is every single time I lose Bell to uh, to call in or to go ahead and take a shot. That's that's how that works. That is definitely how that works. And while I did lose Bell on uh, the the transition, I did get one of his co-hosts here from Legends TV Talk. Will greetings and salutations. Hey, brother. We did great timing too, because on the last call with Printag, we were just talking about uh, Captain Cold and everything. So. Uh, man, yes. Happy holidays. How you doing? You enjoying a little bit of the eggnog tonight? Oh, of course, of course. And uh, we got to talk about your scheduling, man. You are running this opposite survivor. My girlfriend's in the other room. Like you got to go call what? <laughs> I'm sorry, like, man. sorry, honey. <laughs> I, I, all right. So don't hate me, brother. But is is survivor still a thing? Oh yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So survivor. I don't. 
I don't do reality TV. I was thinking about this the er- earlier today that like how I, I don't feel like I can relate with the vast populace anymore. I don't know that I ever really could, but uh, the fact that I don't watch reality TV and that's still such a popular thing means that uh, I, I am back where I began in high school on the fringes of popularity, <laughs> not, not anywhere near well, it. Well, dude, you do a podcast. I mean, come on, we're we're already in a special special little subculture of our own. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> Uh, well, man, uh, here we are now at the uh, at the you know mid season uh, 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 break, not only for Flash but also for Legends. So, man, while I got you on, uh, what were your thoughts in terms of you know the the way that Legends left things off? Well, it's tough. I think out of the three of us that run on Legends TV Talk, which records on Thursdays and you can get usually on the weekends, where we left things off, I think I'm the one that's the most critical of the show. Um, just because I could see some of the holes that they're putting in the writing. And a lot of the time I really do get the feeling they just make it up as they go along and kind of forget what they did two weeks ago. Yeah. Unlike flash. (laughs) Well, flash season two, they, they may have fallen a little bit into that in the last half of the season, but regardless, regardless this season, they've been on point, sir. Yes. On point. Overall, overall legends has been pretty good this season. You know, I think going after flash is going to help. It'll, you know, any number of reasons why I hope it's going to kind of synergize the two shows a little bit more, if that's a real word. <laughs> yeah. The, them being together. I mean, like I I'll say it right now. I am going to watch legends regularly now that it happens right after flash, <laughs> mostly because of convenience. It, look, it's difficult. Appointment based television is pretty much a thing of the past for me, except for flash. Like that is, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I used to be arrow up until, you know, although I've heard that this season of arrow is the one to come back for. So now I actually, I'm, I'm hoping during the hiatus to play catch up on arrow I'll be playing catch up on legends so that I'll be prepared once uh, the the two say, share a time slot there. But yeah, I think, I think that's a strong move from the CW and for DC TV as a whole to put legends right there. You know, flash is the natural fit for it. They both kind of deal in fantastic things. They both kind of deal in time travel, right? Um, that, that alone may also end up being kind of a point of frustration for flash fans as well, because flash fans are sitting here. We've been trying to kind of piece together the uh, ultimately very tricky rules that they've laid out in the storytelling in terms of, of time traveling and so to to have legends paired directly with that with legends having its own rules uh that from what i understand legends fans are having a hard time kind of following from time to time it, it may be a bit of a uh you know mind spaghetti type situation when it's all said and done a swiss cheesed memory if you will no uh, never mind. That'll, work. <laughs> that'll work so uh let me ask you though moving into uh season two or season three the the second half of the season here what are you looking forward to in terms of that second half of the flash well, I'm, I'm obviously looking forward to Savitar. I have a theory on who I think it probably is. Oh, drop um, some knowledge, brother. What do you think? I think it's Eddie. Oh, I think it's Eddie Oh, dude. When he said he left me in space and time, I'm like, ooh. I'm telling you, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it, it is funny because, you know, after I would have never even imagine this concept of having kind of multiple villains kind of being wrapped into one, except for what they did with, you know, J of earth Two slash right. uh, zoom slash, you know, black flash. So if they're going to, well, that was bad writing. <laughs> well, regardless it, it, it is, it set a precedent in terms of yes. what the show will and can do with the comic book uh, characters. And so, you know, considering the fact that Eddie, you know, he was kind of inspired by Ebard. He was kind of put in to kind of be a mix of Eobard and Hunter Zolomon and also be somewhat of a red herring to throw us off from Harrison Wells. 
you know, there was also a lot of speculation that perhaps he could actually be tied to the character of Malcolm Thon, uh, who is this character of uh, uh, Cobalt Blue from the comics. Right. Um, they, you know, that's it's a very convoluted character. The the storyline itself could use an update in terms of you know how that character comes to existence and how it makes sense in a in a you know in in, in the common man's understanding of a of a comic book origin story. Man, I think the idea of having you know Eddie as Savitar, who may ultimately even once it's all said and done be a cobalt blue could be really interesting cobalt blue has always been someone that i've, I've found to be a fascinating character who's he's kind of existed on the fringes of, of the continuity in you know the day and age that we live in i don't believe and correct me if i'm wrong well uh he's not made an appearance in the new 52 yet our, our post Ooh, cobalt no post not rebirth, a bit. i should say cobalt blue has it no. Yeah. So I mean he's he's out there and uh you know he's close enough to Barry in terms of his origin that um you know he can play, be a significant player and definitely you know it, it's time to give that character a bit of a rebirth and uh and what better time to do it. Any any other thoughts man about uh about the Flash this season that you'd like to share? I definitely with the prophecies um I I've got thoughts on who it's going to be. I really think the the uh the one who's going to betray him is actually going to be I think it's uh wells i think whatever his name is now r7 or whatever it is i think tr is the one that's actually going to betray him i don't think he's he's even remotely part Mm. i think the one that they're going to lose is probably wally because the other one suffering a fate worse than death would be losing your own son oh wow okay so it's almost like a twofer If, if if wally ends up dying then joe experiencing that would be a fate worse than death yeah that that would make some sense i just I don't like I don't like the idea of them killing off Kid Flash so soon. Oh, I think he'd go back. I think I think Barry would immediately be like, "Nah, screw the rules. I'm going back." <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, well, so the, the only the only thing I'll say about that is that could be something they could have done. I could have seen happening in terms of Wally dying and then Flash deciding that he is going to break time again to save his life. Except right. for the fact that I feel like the the trade-off is going to be the fact that he saves Iris. Like something's going to be done to save Iris. And that's the trade-off. I don't think they would do that set up for a trade-off story to introduce another trade-off on top of that. I think that gets a little, uh, a little, it it stacks itself on top of itself. I don't know that that would work. Right. Uh, Well, it's possible. I just, I don't know. It's any number of crazy things can happen at this point. No, and that makes sense. I could definitely see that being the case, especially, you know, given the fact, and, you know, we, we, we use Arrow as a precedent a little bit because it is what came before. And if you look at what happened with, uh, with Arsenal, that character was written off the show kind of early on. He was around for maybe a season, two seasons, two, two and a half, maybe. Um, and then he just kind of, you know, went off and did his own thing. And, and I guess they could never really figure out where to take him. I would hate to see that with Wally happen, especially given the fact that there is a family nature to the flashes and we have to, at some point have that Bart Wally, Barry J team up like that has right. to happen. Right. Like, 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 let's be honest it is somewhere in the contract of the show that that must happen at some point. At least it should be. Well, now that's an interesting thought contract. Most TV shows come with a three year. What? It, all right. Let me throw this oh, out dude, there. Th- what this if the is death like- is Papa Joe? I think it's and Papa Joe. Fate worse than death is Iris and Wally having to deal with the fact that he did it to save Barry. Ooh. Ooh. So, oh. Or what if even Iris or, or Wally, if not both, had to choose Papa Joe? Like it was somehow yes. there was. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Because I think I could see it being like he's like, listen, I've kind of because Joe is kind of running himself out to where, you know, I mean, he's there to give advice. 
But any number of people could do that. You have Jabe Garrick now who can come in and do kind of like the father thing. And this show loves to kill its parents. <laughs> so Every CW show, right? And that, right. that's part of television. And that's part so, of the natural story. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before, but you know, of course, the hero's journey requires that the uh, the master, the uh, you know, the the wizard, the you know, whom, whomever it is, the apprentice that's, replaces the master exactly, and so that that right. has to happen, and that is definitely Joe. Um, in in terms of what the storyline is for for Flash right now, he is that that comfort, that safety net for everyone. And you know, I, I always feel whenever they set up one of the older characters with uh, with a love life, it's it's a bad sign. It means that the dark dark times are <laughs> awaiting. And he's a cop. If he says I'm retiring next week and I'm buying a boat, you know he's dying. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to mention. The course- I'm gonna let you guys. What's up? I want to mention real quick the uh, the chat is saying Colton Haynes, the actor that played Arsenal, uh, there was some personal reasons for which he left the show, including uh, that he wanted to leave for other projects. So it's not it's not because the writers didn't necessarily have a right story for him. Uh, so I thank they thank you guys for holding me accountable on that one and uh, and clarifying that. But regardless, I mean that's still yeah. a pretty monumental character to kind of let walk away. Uh, in terms of, you know, not. Well, I think if I remember correctly, he wasn't getting along with a lot of people there either. And he's kind of even now he's a little bit controversial and I'm not and that's not a judgment on anything about him. He just stirs up controversy in a lot of places. He goes starts trouble fights and all that stuff. He could have been a cancer on the set for all we know. Goodness. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, man, Will, thanks so much for calling in, brother. Uh, yep. One and more get time. Get Bell back because he's going to he's going to think I'm trying to take his job. No, no. You want to give another plug, though, for uh, Legends? Legends TV Talk. We'll be back after the fall hiatus, or well, winter hiatus. And, uh, you know, tip your waitress, and the 7.30 show is the same as the uh, 6.30 show. All right, brother. I'll talk All to right, you. All right, have a good one, bro. All right, bye. Here he comes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matthew Bell. Hello. Hey. It was so dark. Oh, I, I couldn't see anything. Where was I? <laughs> Hang on. We're adding Joe to the call right now. Papa Joe? No, no, no. <laughs> kind of. Kind of Papa Joe. No, this is actually uh, Joe Ard. He's uh, I like to call him Pokemon <laughs> Joe. Pokemon Joe from the uh, the Pokemon Go podcast. Uh, Joe, man, are you enjoying some eggnog this evening? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, that's a shame. I wish. I love eggnog. I, it's, but it is quite tasty. I wouldn't be drinking Grandma Esther's eggnog. I don't actually drink alcohol, so. Oh, well, see, if you don't drink alcohol, you definitely cannot drink Grandma Esther's eggnog. Because as we uh, learned... Uh, and as we already knew, but as was confirmed for us this season, uh, yeah, Grandma Esther was a she was an alcoholic. She she had problems, <laughs> just just a little bit. She just had problems, but we love her for it. We absolutely love her for it. Van Joe, this season of uh, of the Flash, what have been uh, your thoughts, takeaways, and otherwise? I kind of think Cisco's going down a dark path. Mm. You know, they keep kind of teasing that he's coming back, but then he goes down the rabbit hole just a little bit further. And just a little See, bit further, and and they, they, I think the, okay, we're friends again is a red herring for when he finally goes dark. Well, have they said that they're friends again? I mean, I know that Cisco kind of had a moment, or, or did have a moment during the crossover. Yeah, during the crossover, he said that they were friends again. Okay, all right. Well, I, I didn't know that it was that plainly stated. Um, you know, cause I, I still felt the tension even as, you know, even as of last week, I mean, they were obviously better than they had been. Uh, but yeah, there, there is, you know, he, he was, he was being pulled down the dark side, man. He was being tempted. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's just gonna, that rift is just going to keep eating away like a, a poison so and you- that 
he's he's gonna turn. I think that that vision that he vibed. People keep forgetting Cisco, Earth Two Cisco was a bad guy. They keep focusing on how Killer Frost Earth Two was was bad. Oh, dude! But yeah. So was so was vibe. They, I, they, I gotta tell you, man, I I completely forgot about that that, that fact. Don't that, say that. <laughs> no, but it is absolutely true. Not only was he evil, he was like the Grand Master evil. He was the Godfather of that universe. I mean, Zoom notwithstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. No, Joe, I, so, I, I completely agree. Yeah, you know that that, that was one of the predictions that we made uh, was earlier that was Cisco was going to be the guy to betray them because you know they had the whole scene where he's you know uh, uh, Caitlin convinces him to close the box and like you know dispatch savitar or whatever but i think the allure of having his brother come back to life is going to be way more than just caitlin being able to like you know oh you know don't do it it's bad he's gonna he's gonna turn he's gonna go bad and and this whole like you know oh i i i i put savitar in the box for friends now barry that's just it's it's a red herring like you said i completely agree no i don't want that no come on he's he's a hero like that's the thing caitlin ultimately the earth two connection that's a good point that i had not been thinking about um cisco also has betrayed barry for dante before when both of them were kidnapped Mm. he gave up barry's secret identity for his brother dante yeah, yeah. And no. lest we forget, he created the cold gun specifically to counter Barry if, uh, you know, Barry went rogue. So, like, that was that was in his mind the whole time. It's like, I need some kind of way to get rid of Barry if I need to. No, the the, the setup is there, man. That's the it's, it's an equation that's waiting to balance itself out. I see that, and I just – but I don't want it. Cisco is a good guy. I don't he's, want it either. He's but- a hero. <laughs> like you know, Caitlin. The foreshadowing is there. It is definitely the look. The foreshadowing is strong with this one. I, I give you that. I definitely <laughs> give you that. But uh, but no, I just I really I I can't even. I let me ask you this, Joe. In the comics, to your knowledge, I mean, I know on Earth too, but but has Cisco ever been a villain? Uh, I'm not. Sure, I'm not familiar with him in the comics, to be honest. To my to my knowledge, I don't know of a storyline in which Cisco was a villain, um, even on an alternate Earth. I mean, like you know, even when they went to you know, was it Earth three with the crime syndicate? I don't remember Cisco even being a, a prominent member, if if a member at all, uh, historically there. So, not to say that they could not take things in their own direction. I mean, we've we've seen it happen before. I just, oh man, you kind of broke my heart a little bit with that one, Joe. Like, like you, you didn't have to point out how clear a path it was for him to be a villain, Joe. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. Potentially, it's Cisco's bad. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Well, any uh, any any positive predictions for the second half of the season? Uh, I think that Caitlin's going to learn to use her powers. That she will embrace being Killer Frost, and perhaps go by a different moniker. But I'm not sure what moniker but i think she will learn to control her powers and embrace that aspect of her because right now she's living as half of a person mm, this is very true i mean if if so you think that she may actually end up going a heroic route um citizen cold maybe uh, <laughs> that would be awesome in terms just, of like, just the name drop alone citizen frost citizen, citizen frost. frost there we go <laughs> oh i could totally see that that'd be interesting uh you know to, to, to go in that route i mean if in terms of like a cold cold based hero there, there was of course ice the character of ice in dc comics who is typically partnered up with the character of fire so fire and ice being a, a, a heroic duo so you know there there are cold based heroic characters in dc comics that they could do something like that 
I would love, like I said, you know, something like a Citizen Cold or a Citizen Frost in terms of the uh, the name drop. That would be amazing. But I, I don't know. I don't know. She makes such a good villain. Like we've we've seen something in Caitlyn this year that that we've never really seen. Even from the Earth Two Killer Frost, that was a different type of evil than what we're getting with Caitlyn this year. You know what I mean? Like there was kind of this whole you know, cat and mouse playfulness to Killer Frost, right? She was kind of pouty and, you know, she would she would use her sexuality at times and everything else. This Killer Frost that we've got in Earth One, in terms of, you know, our Caitlyn, this is more of like a, you know, a harsh... Well, magenta, like, very similar to to the magenta character, but it's harsh, it's anger. It's it's jutting out with just this rage and, and this spikiness and this is a different Killer Frost than we got on Earth. I like this Killer Frost. And I, I you know, in, in as much as you can like a villain. And so, you know, I, I do like Caitlyn, but I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still pulling for her to be the villain when it's all said and done. Or maybe if the impossible happens and Ronnie comes back and becomes Firestorm, they will use their transmogrification <laughs> to take away her powers. <laughs> oh, but see, no, that's no good. I would, I would, you know, I would argue very strongly against depowering uh, one of, if not the only female powered character they have yeah. right Ronnie's now. Ronnie's not coming back either. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess we we've already gotten kind of nods to to his return in, in terms of what we got with uh, Earth Two and everything. Do you, do you think we will continue to see multiple Earths in the in the coming season or coming season half? Uh, yes, I think we will. To what extent, I'm not sure, but I think we'll probably see at least one more Earth. Uh, or at least, you know, there was also that nod to Gorilla Grodd being mm. on, what is it, Earth-19 that HR is from? Oh, man. Yeah, and then he said, you have a Gorilla Grodd on your Earth? He's like, we have lots of gorillas. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you have you have hyper-intelligent gorillas on your place? It's like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so what if... <laughs> What if the uh, village from Earth 2, where the Gorilla Grodd from Earth 1 is, gets combined with the uh, Gorilla Grodd, gorilla, the village from Earth 19? It's just so many gorillas. Dude. Gorilla Apocalypse. Gor- gorilla Apocalypse. Hashtag Gorilla Apocalypse. It is coming. Can you imagine the Gorilla Grods of multiple Earths teaming up together? I mean, it's game Can over. Can I voice one, please? <laughs> please. You're, you're, you're the Gorilla Grodd of this Earth. You're the guy. I mean, you know, Sobolov is technically oh. the Gorilla Grodd of this Earth. But yeah, you're, 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 you're doing good. <laughs> you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, man, um, any, uh, any other thoughts in terms of the season of The Flash? Uh, I just can't wait to see where they go from here uh, because they always amp it up the second half. It'll be great. It's going to be a good one, man. Uh, also, be be sure. Go ahead. Uh, give a plug for uh, for your show as well. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, Bo and I started a, a podcast, uh, mostly Bo. I just came on because he announced it on actually on Flash TV Talk, <laughs> um, but called Pokemon Go Podcast, a weekly podcast about Pokemon Go. We record on Thursday nights, usually released by on Sunday, and we talk everything Pokemon Go from upcoming patch changes to events to our any feedback that we get user feedback or our own personal stories on how our game is going but yeah it's fun yeah check it out pokemongopodcast.com find out why pikachu is wearing a santa hat in the game right now it's uh it's a lot of fun <laughs> well joe man thanks for uh thanks for calling in brother have a good one yeah go catch you some skythers <laughs> yes sir <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Uh, i'm gonna get bell back on the line 
as uh, as is always the case as part of the live live call in shows, we we tend to drop bell from time to time. The live show has a wonderful time with uh, with taking shots every time every single time this happens. Uh, but I tell you what, I got something special for you. So while I'm getting Bell back on the line and we get ready to take on our next caller, enjoy this very special, uh, let's call this Kid Flash TV Talk. It's a This is Flash TV Talk. Who is your favorite superhero? Um, Supergirl. Supergirl? What about The Flash? Do you like The Flash? Uh-huh. Well, well, tell me about Supergirl. What does she do? She flies up in the way. Yeah, that's right. What about The Flash? What does he do? I don't know. He runs really fast. Oh. Yeah. Does Does Daddy like The Flash? Yes. You know that helmet that Daddy sometimes wears? Uh-huh. That's like a Flash helmet. Oh. <laughs> What else would you like to say? I love my daddy. Aw, thanks, sweetheart. How about Merry Christmas to everybody? Merry Christmas to everybody. That's an happy holidays from Flash TV Talk. You're red and yellow, red and yellow, Flash TV Talk. Bell, you back online. I was in a dark place again, but I was saved <laughs> by the voice of your child. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that adorable? She uh, that was totes adorbs, like totes magotes adorbs, <laughs> to use the parlance of our time. Yeah, we uh, we recorded that a couple of days ago. She came to check out the uh, the new studio, and uh, I interviewed her a little bit. She she's been getting a kick out of saying red and yellow, red and yellow, flash TV talk. She'll run around the house and say that, and uh, it's so. <laughs> We uh we we recorded that little little brief interview and I I cut that together. I, I you know I thought as getting ready for this live call-in show, why not turn it into a uh, a bit of a more of a variety show, right? That's kind of the, what we're doing this year, so uh, it, it seemed appropriate to include a little kid flash TV talk. Up next on the line right now, we've got Daniel joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey man, you enjoying a little bit of the nog? Absolutely. Are you doing oh. it the way that Grandma Esther does it? Uh, yeah, I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> well, if you're a little buzzed, let me tell you right now, you're not doing it the way the grandma Esther does. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm drinking this really slow. So trust me, by the time the cup's done, it's going to be passing out time. Fair enough. man. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to Flash TV Talk, man. What have, uh, what, have you been enjoying the season? What are your thoughts? Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, when the season started, first couple episodes, I was actually a little disappointed that uh we didn't spend that much time in flashpoint Mm. but as the season's gone on i've really enjoyed what they've done and i think that's kind of what makes having a superhero comic book show on tv work better than a movie is that you actually have the time to actually explore like all different aspects of the story rather than trying to cram everything into a two two and a half hour movie yeah you know it's been interesting because even though we only spent you know essentially an episode in the world of flashpoint uh, the the ramifications have impacted the entire second, you know, or at least first half of the season, and so it, it's um, it's felt kind of like a flashpoint story, albeit very different from what what came before. Uh, and it does seem like even even now, 
uh, perhaps with other shows, you know, the, the, what the changes that Barry made are, are still being felt across the universe. And yeah, I, I hear you, man. When they, when they left last season, when they ended season two, they wrote a big check and they, they did that in season one. And, you know, I remember coming back in the beginning of season two, feeling like they didn't quite cash that check in here. I, I think I almost kind of had like a, you know, I had my guard up a little bit. Like, you know, we, we even speculated beforehand, you know, like, oh, they'll do like half a season that's in, in the Flashpoint universe. And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm expecting a couple episodes at most. So I, I was prepared for what came. Uh, but, you know, like you say, they, they've, they've done a good job at, at weaving it into their own story and, and telling something that's been compelling enough, I think, for us to to, to move forward and move past it. But are you uh, are you a Flash fan from way back or, or how did you get involved with the character? Uh, yeah, I've been a fan for years. Uh, I, I actually remember my uh, growing up after watching episodes of Lois and Clark. Um, oh, yeah. My local affiliate used to rerun episodes of the, 90, the 1990 Flash show with John Wesley Shipp. Nice. That's kind of where I got my start, like when I was about five, six years old back then. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever uh, did you pick up the comics anytime in between then and now? Oh, yeah. I, I, I've read almost every flash comic there is out there so that's awesome uh, i'm a pretty big fan yeah i actually called in uh at the end of the last season during the uh, end of season call and show that's right that's Excellent. right yeah i knew i already had you in my uh, my contacts so i can always kind of keep up with who <laughs> who's uh, who's been on before as well well all right so at the very end of uh last episode we got this prophecy right one will fall one will betray uh and one will suffer a fate worse than death what are your predictions um well I'm going to preface this with, you know, every season they've given us something to speculate on and it usually tends out to tends to be the obvious thing, but we being fans, we like to speculate. And so we kind of overthink things, overthink things. And then what ends up being what probably was obvious in front of our faces the whole time ends up being true. So, Mm. you know, with that, I'm guessing HR is the betrayer. Joe's the one that's going to die. And Caitlin's the one that's going to suffer a fate worse than death by becoming evil killer frost. That's right. I'm with you a hundred percent of the way, a hundred percent of the way. Yeah. I mean, that's not what you yeah. predicted on our show. That's though. exactly what I predicted on the show. Joe dies. Uh, Caitlin, or Caitlin has a fate worth in death and, uh, 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 HR betrays and the rest of them go on to tell our story. <laughs> that's, how, that's how, that's how it happens. That's, that's what happens in the room where it happens. It's a, Hamil- it's a Hamilton uh, reference, Danny. Uh, I, I got it. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on. Got him some slack here. <laughs> what about Savitar? Who or what do you think that Savitar is? You know, I, I really don't want to speculate on that, partially because I just want to watch it unfold mm. and not have that chip on my shoulder like, oh, am I going to be right? Am I going to be wrong? Yeah. I just want to see what happens. Uh, uh, unfortunately, you guys are in a situation where you have to speculate for the podcast. But <laughs> well, but at the same time, I think I think this this season that's been a little bit more of my my mindset. Like I, I think probably after being burned so bad last season, <laughs> this time I'm a little bit more like, all right, well, let's just see what happens. Like I like the the concept of Eddie coming in and and you know being reintroduced in that way you know I've also put out the season one the ghost uh, of the bird ghost of bird one season one <laughs> I, I put it out there look I always get the hate whenever I put that out there everybody's like no stop it stop saying that <laughs> so I, I don't it's not hate it's 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 a voice of sanity and reason <laughs> it's a it's a it's an intervention is what it is it's like look yes, don't season, listen to them you be you thank you thank you Daniel <laughs> thank you as wrong as you are you be you hey that's 
that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Giving you a bro nod across the uh, the internet there. No, that's good. Uh, but no, but I, you know, I, so the, I've, I've floated some different, some different thoughts, but I think ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not married to any one particular speculation. Savitar something new. And I like, I like something new. Um, even though, you know, there, there's a, the criticism that is thrown at the flash from time to time is that, okay, it's another season. So another speedster, right at the end, it's somebody who's running fast, which means he has to run faster. Um, and, and I, I get that criticism. However, uh, this is, this is very different. Zoom was not going around parading as the God of speed. Like, yes, he wanted to be, you know, the Highlander of all speedsters in a similar fashion that this one does. Except this one doesn't want to necessarily eradicate speedsters from every universe. It's just once they come close enough to challenging him. And that's, that's something new. And on top of that, he looks like a Transformer. Um, so, yeah, you know. It's, it's, it's Megatron. So. <laughs> what, if, <laughs> what if that was the case? What if at the end of the season he pulled off the mask and it was just secretly G1 Megatron under there? <laughs> Star scream! Then I expect a cameo from Optimus Prime and everyone else, too. So maybe Cisco is really Optimus. Uh, or Bumblebee, yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's more Bumblebee. Bay shows up later in the season. That's when we get alarmed. Uh, if Michael Bay but, shows up anywhere near this, I'm alarmed. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging it for hey, what it hey, is. Hey, I, I enjoyed the last Turtles movie, and he was a producer, so his fingerprints were on it. But I still thought it was a fun time. No, no, I was, I was very <laughs> no. pro last, last. I think uh, on panel to screen when we reviewed that, we gave it. Uh, uh, I think we gave it a pretty high, high rating, if I'm not mistaken. It was much better than the first. Oh, you did. Yeah, it was much better than the first. And Michael Bay is a genius at what he does. Yes. Uh, and what he does is blow stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the best there is at what he does, and what he does isn't very nice. But it is. Uh, <laughs> It is very He's our real life Wolverine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> in, in many respects. In many respects. No matter how many times critics try to kill him, he keeps coming back. <laughs> he, just, he just regenerates <laughs> from a single blood cell. He can be eradicated to a single blood cell. And Michael Bay will be coming back making Transformer movies the next week. He will never die. Man, that's great. Daniel, man. Uh, so, so you know, aside from this, the specula- or the prophecy and, and, you know, speculating in terms of the characters, uh, this season, or even just beyond this season, what are you, what are you hoping to see uh, coming down the, the pipeline here? You know, I, I hope Captain Cold somehow comes back. Uh, you know, it's the one thing I'll never forgive Legends for was taking him away from mm, us. You and me, uh, So I, I'd love him to come back and lead the full-on rogues. You know, now that we have a mirror master and a, and a, uh, a top, even though it's not quite the same as the top that spins around and makes mini tornadoes, but you know, <laughs> give her time. I'll, I'll give her time. It. She might. She might. Yeah. You know, she might. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, an actual season or you know, ongoing arc where Barry has to just you know take on the rogues head on. Um, and it's no hold but no holds bar war. So that's kind of what I'd like to see. I love that. And, and you know, that, and that'd be great because they could bring you know they have Wally now. You know, he could bring Jay over. He could, you know, who knows? Maybe we could actually get our Bart Allen impulse from that. You know, the, I, I love that concept too, right? Because, you know, the something like a, a season-long buildup to a full Rogues versus Flash, not just in kind of a, a fun episode with a few of them, but like having a full Rogues gallery organized, um, going after the Flash and breaking him down uh, is something that the fans want to see, as is also a full Flash family team up with Jay, with Barry, with Bart, with Wally and something like a rogues versus flash family. I mean, that's got, that's got like this, the the same kind of feeling of hype that I had going into this last crossover, 
you know, I, I, it, it's kind of in that same way. Um, you know, I think about even on Smallville, the, the episode that we got justice where we first got the coming together of all of these heroes they introduced, um, in, in that series. And, and that was a big, that was a big moment in television history. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like this is on that level. If they, if they were to do something like that with the full flash flash family coming together to fight a full, fully armed and fully equipped, uh, army of rogues, that would be amazing. Yeah. So and cool. to, yeah. to make it like a, a season long villain type thing, you know, they could take a cue from the rogues first appearance as a team in flash One Fifty Five, and actually have gorilla grad be the puppet master. Oh, dude. Yes. Stop it. Stop it. Yes. Want no. that so bad. <laughs> Are the CW execs in the chat? We got one CW executive in the chat. Please, please take notes. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we need. Just one. Call Daniel. He's on one. Skype. He's got all the ideas. Get it from Daniel. <laughs> man, that's awesome, man. From <laughs> from your lips to uh, the producer's ears and the writer's uh, ink, fingertips, whatever. Point being, excellent idea. Excellent idea, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, good stuff. Well, any, any final thoughts? Anything else uh, before we let you go here tonight? Um, not regarding the flash, but for, uh, for legends talk, uh, just want to throw one thing out there. Um, so the, not to spoil anything for those that haven't been watching, but, um, the very last scene that we got, I think that character is making a movie intentionally as a time aberration. Interesting to, 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 to get the attention of the legends. Correct. Yes. Yes. That is neat. That is real neat. We're gonna have to talk about that. Of course. Legends is already over, but uh, <laughs> I mean, kind of spoilers. speculation on that. Did you say making a movie? Yes. Okay, so Legends, no, no, no. I saw a preview, so I knew that a movie was in the. Is is are they going to? Would it be the right era for that Charlie Chaplin time traveler thing? Uh no, no, not okay. At all. all right. When I first heard that, like uh, there was a movie making element to Legends, and uh, one in particular, time traveler being very uh, active, I was curious if maybe they might be setting up like you know. Like that tying into that viral video the, from the a, hipster tra- the hipster time traveler guy. I loved that concept, man. I, I think that would have been so cool. But uh, all right, fair enough. So <laughs> that's wrong. what HR is, except he's a dimension hopper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in many respects. All right, well, Daniel, man, thanks so much for calling in. Happy holidays to you, brother. Happy holidays to you both. Oh, and by the way, Bo, I, I saw your picture that you tweeted of the eggnog that you bought, and that was the eggnog that I did not buy because the other bottle that was right next to it was 15%, well, whereas yours that, is dude, only 14.75. I've been cutting this. I have been cutting this with a lot of Four Roses. In fact, my eggnog is more brown than white. <laughs> so, <laughs> so trust me. Trust me. I am not, I am not softballing it here. Um, I've been cutting mine with gin that I make in my own bathtub. Uh, well, you know, I cannot. I can't see anymore. I just want to say I cannot beat that. I definitely cannot beat that. Well, hey, man, we uh, <laughs> we're coming into the home stretch here of this year's Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call and extravaganza. Big thanks to everyone who's tuned in live. I gotta say, I, I I set it up at the beginning of the show, so I want to mention it. Uh, we put out on Twitter uh, before going live uh, the the a poll for each of the the prophecy who falls who die or who falls who uh, has a fate worse than death who will betray for the who will betray uh, with a forty five percent lead we've got HR uh, or that is to say we've got HR in the lead with forty five percent Cisco at twenty nine percent in second place and Julian uh, in third place with fourteen percent so for uh, for what you guys have chosen y'all are saying in terms of betray y'all are thinking HR for who is the one that shall fall? This is uh, 47% in first place with 47%. Iris. 
Iris is that's almost people. half. That's almost half. Second place with only twenty one percent is Joe, and tied for third place is Caitlin and other. Uh, so Iris is who you guys are are saying is the one that will fall. Uh, and then finally, for who will suffer a fate worse than death at 44%, Caitlin, at 26%, Wally, and at 20%, others in third place. So, uh, so yeah. So Who's this other guy? I don't remember him in the series. I tell you, other gets like all the all the votes, all the votes. I know. It's weird. Like, <laughs> I, just, I, I, don't, I don't recall him, you know, or her even. I mean, it's other with a name like other. Yeah. I mean, it it's. Any, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. But I tell you. I, it could I, even be a boat. It, <laughs> It could be a boat, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. I've been waiting for you to use that all night. <laughs> no, the live studio audience. I think they've been drinking, uh, drinking Grandma Esther's eggnog, but they're starting to wake up, right? You guys are here. Apparently not. Oh, oh, that's. They're all passed out. They drink too much eggnog. Oh, there they are. There they are. There they are. They're somewhere in there. <laughs> <They're>, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the live studio audience, they, uh, they, they were tracking with us for a while, but uh, I don't know that they can hold their bourbon. Oh, no, no, look, it's not me. It's not me. It's you guys. It's you guys. You're, you're the ones that can't hold your bourbon. Look, I, I, no, hey, 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 you can't. Come on, you I can't. like how they made the exact same noise, too, twice in a row. Twice That's pretty impressive. Row. I've got to tell you, they're professionals. They're professionals. They're on the right show. Now, hold on. I, I just want to say uh, Captain Dooley in the chat brought up a very interesting point. Uh, he writes, any chance the person they showed after each sentence of the prophecy was who the prophecy was tied to? Ooh, I'll need to go back and rewatch that. I would assume not. Wouldn't that be a little on the nose? I mean, I don't know, you know, uh, because sometimes they show you that kind of stuff to throw you off purposefully. And sometimes I you're would, just like, you know what? We're going to do that because all the fans are going to, you know, overanalyze it just like they always do. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. And, uh, you know, one thing that occurred to me, too, is what if all three prophecies were actually pointing to the same person? What if the one who falls also suffers a fate worse than death while betraying the team? In which case, I would say potentially Caitlin could theoretically fit all of those. Well, that's what I was saying about Joe. Yeah, well, your, your thought with Joe was like it could be one that also impacts the other. No, no, no. Like Joe betrays the team, which results in a death of Wally which would be a fate worse than death for Joe. So the Joe betrays, but he didn't die, I guess. Yeah. So, so I'm saying like, what if all three were like the same person, but how do you have a fate worse than death and then die? Uh, well, but see, it says fall. It doesn't necessarily say die. Now we assume that's die. Um, well, especially <laughs> what on... if the fall is like somebody just like trips over one of the steps and, <laughs> <laughs> and, start so... laughs and falls off. Like Savitar pops out of nowhere and goes, ha ha, called it. And then like speeds off. What's uh? <laughs> What's the dude from uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy that's like super literal about everything? Oh, uh, Drax the Destroyer. Drax the Destroyer is Avatar. He's the DC <laughs> Savitar. <laughs> she just exposed your darkest fear in front of all of us. <laughs> Do me next. Do me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my question. What's uh, and, and it was funny because uh, so I bought two handles, uh, one for my my girlfriend, one and one as well. And so I bought I bought one. And, whoa, 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 hold on. Uh, she left it here. Before whoa, she whoa, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You're, you're what now? Uh, my, my, my lady friend. You no no no. You said you said girlfriend. I did. I also uh, like the term lady friend. How how long has this been going on? Uh like two months. Which dude? Dude, dude, dude. I'm a very private person. <laughs> I could go back and pull audio clips of things that you would say that would go against you saying that you're a private person. <laughs> We have we have drinking together several times on mic, and I'm not just talking about on Christmas. 
That's true. That's true. Dude, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, so is she in Austin? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's in Austin. All right, we don't have to talk about it on air. Well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure the, the, the fans would love to hear us talk about my relationship status. I, as opposed I think to, they know, would. Flash. I think they would. Although all the all the ladies, are, all the ladies are kind of, you know, they're like, no, Bell's off the. Off I just the made menu. a bunch of people sad. I'm sorry. No, I, man, I'm, I'm I'm happy for you, man. So so okay. So this has been going on for two months, and you didn't tell. Well, I'm a little. Uh, mm, I don't know that I want to do this grand finale anymore. Well, I, I, had, I hadn't, I hadn't, you know, it's had been an opportunity to bring it up. You know, I mean, it's not like, you know, I don't know. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You know, I mean, I, I tell you stuff, but I, I, I guess I well, thought, yeah. no, it's fine. I thought our relationship was something that it wasn't. And um, <laughs> now I know. It's it, it's been interesting, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I, I I wanted to see, yeah, talk to you about it anyway uh, at some point. All right, well, yeah, uh, we'll I was probably I, I'm more of a face to face talk person. Yeah, uh, I hear weird. you. Are, are you are so you know you, we've said this before. Are you coming into town or not? Uh, yes, I'm going to come into town. I don't know when. <laughs> All right, we'll come into. Town I don't know where. We'll talk about. I don't it. know how, but something <laughs> will happen. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Two months ago. Two months. Yeah, like uh, since like Halloween. Okay. All right, because I was about to do the wait since Halloween. When was Flashpoint? When did Flashpoint happen? Oh snap! This oh no, am I in Flashpoint? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Barry! <laughs> oh man, it has definitely been a Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas Colin extravaganza to remember. Definitely one for the books. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, bar none. Great, great. Uh, I'm use other terms to describe <laughs> how great it is as well. <laughs> oh, cool. You have to. You have to. We've got a great live live audience here in the chat room. We've had some wonderful callers tonight talking about some great speculation. Guys, we've really enjoyed it. And I got to say, just from the bottom of my heart, we really appreciate you guys tuning in every single week uh, to geek out with us about The Flash. You know, those of you especially who have gone on to iTunes or written us reviews, um, that, that's huge. That's huge. And I mean, like, you know, it speaks to us. It, it fuels us. It, it helps us do what it is we do. And so we, we want to encourage you, by the way, if you've not gone onto iTunes, written us a review, if you're tuning in for the live show right now uh, and you, you want to know how can I uh, help these guys and, 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 you know, get them the proper help that they need, or just, I really enjoy listening to you guys or just, you know, guys just end it already and end it, whatever, whatever it is, emotion that you're feeling, <laughs> turn that emotion into a four and five star review, uh, head over to iTunes, write it right now, make it happen. And you know what? If you can find a way to make a six star review, that would also be incredible. Well, Bell, just in and of itself. Perhaps if they could turn back time, they might find a way to do that. Which brings us to the conclusion of this show. And as we look at this particular year, uh, the the special season three first half, and what the Flash has given us, what the Flash TV Talk podcast has given us, what other folks like Cher have given us. We realize so that there is only one way that we could end this variety style show, this Christmas special, if you will, that is the Flash TV talk. Grandma Esther's eggnog induced Christmas Colin extravaganza. We are now four to five glasses of eggnog in. And so we leave you with our Christmas present to you from me and from Belle and from all of us here at Flash TV talk. Merry Christmas. And we wish you a happy shit. If I could turn back time If I could find a way I'd take back all those words that hurt you And you'd say Sing a bell I'd 
don't know why I did the things I did I don't know why I said the things I said Brides like a knife, kick and cut deep inside Words are like weapons, they wound sometimes I didn't really need to hurt you I didn't want to see you go I know I made you cry But baby, but baby if we could turn back time If I could find a way I'd take back those words that hurt you And you'd stay If I could reach the stars My word was shattered, I was torn apart Like someone took a knife and drove it deep in my heart You walked out that door and swore I didn't care But I lost everything, darling, then and there Too strong to tell you I was sorry Turn back time If I could find back time If I could turn back time Oh baby I didn't really mean to hurt you I didn't want to see you go I know I made you Justin Bachter, Tim Gannon, and all of the DC TV Talk family. I love you, beautiful people. I love you so much. I'll be here all week. Don't forget to take your waitress. Merry Christmas.
All right, that is our Christmas present to you. Little share TV talk for you. Our thanks and apologies at the same time to share. Um, you know, we're, we uh, if you love us, if you hate us, just remember we are share neutral here at Flash TV Talk. And as promised, by the way, for the uh, the spectacular that has been the Colin Extravaganza, we are finishing things off with giving one final present away, and that is a free digital comic. Uh, to one of our listeners right now. At the beginning of the show, we asked them to go onto Twitter and use the ridiculously long hashtag of Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas Colin extravaganza. And so, choosing randomly from those who used that ridiculously long, impossibly long, if you will, hashtag, I now choose you, Karen! Yay! Karen! Yay! Karen, whose tweet was ha 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 exclamation exclamation hashtag Grandma Esther's eggnog induced Christmas call and extravaganza year three exclamation uh, awesome welcome uh, or congratulations Karen uh, I'll be following up with you to get you your free digital comic via Comicsology uh, you are awesome you are all awesome by the way for tuning in hopefully you've enjoyed this wonderful call in show. Uh, you know, the great thing is, I, I think that it is safe to say that we, we can look forward to, to many years of The Flash, which means many years of Flash TV talk and many years of Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call and extravaganza. Uh, Belle, as we end up in here in the, the final moments before really what is the true uh, hiatus, the true true mid-season hiatus for the the podcast, any final thoughts? I mean, you know, we've uh, we, we've had quite a run this year so far in, in the few episodes that we have, and I think we've got a lot uh, good to look forward to, but um, any, any final thoughts that you want to leave before we uh, head into 2017? Well, uh, I think 2016, with the exception of a couple things like this show, uh, has been pretty, pretty crummy. Uh, and so hopefully 2017 will be better, uh, especially on The Flash. Maybe we'll see some, some, some cool stuff. Like I'm hoping, I'm hoping maybe we'll see, uh, you know, my... My counterpart, my uh, – I'm trying to think of other things that uh, C-3PO uses to describe R2-D2. Uh, <laughs> and by that, I mean Gorilla Grodd. Oh, not me. I okay. think that would be awesome. No, I, I'm talking about my Flash counterpart, not my podcasting counterpart. Like it- Hi, this is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. I could kick Darth Vader's ass. How about yeah, there it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never get a chance to use that one. I thought I'd throw that one in there. <laughs> I, I know I should have played the Gorilla Grodd one, but that's that's what happened. Yeah, I thought that's what you're going for. But yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, th- I think I think God, there's there's so much possibility on the season. I'm I'm so glad they addressed the whole bre- uh, not uh, the the uh, severity of Barry's messing with the timeline during the four episode crossover. So I'm really excited to see where they're going to go with that and how they're going to move on with that and with Wally and his speed. Uh, I, I'm hoping they very quickly get rid of the whole. Uh, Wally, you know, it's it's too dangerous for you to use super speed to catch criminals because you're a superhero. Let's I don't know. And so so I'm really excited to see where they're going to go with that. Um, the Savitar's prediction like that's just going to be interesting to see how it folds. Up. There's so much neat stuff that's going to happen the rest of the season. And I, I, I just can't wait for it. Was it January 24th? Uh, let's let's not go back. with dates because when we sound January, like sometime next year. So. Yeah, so 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 sometime next year when the show comes back, I yeah, it's it's gonna be great, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to all of it. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, you know, 2016, it's interesting. Uh, you know, as as we kind of reflect back, and there's just kind of a general sense that this was a a rough year to to be sure. I gotta tell you, I I uh, 
I look at what's coming next year and I, I, I don't really feel like I really want to rush into next year, honestly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> barring some pre- pretty, pretty significant changes happening in, uh, in the way that things are uh, set. Like a giant f- asteroid crashing into the ocean and like creating a tsunami that wipes out the eastern seaboard. No, I wasn't going to go there. I was just thinking more. About it. <laughs> but regardless, I, I'm not exactly uh, looking forward to the coming years per se. I don't really look back on this last year. I think it was a great year. I definitely had some uh, some low lows, so to speak. But um, you know what? It also R. I. P. Harambe. In, <laughs> I don't care about Harambe. Oh, <laughs> he said it. He said it. He meant it. No, no, I don't no. think anyone really does. Hashtag never forget. Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, it's not, not about Harambe for for me for last year. It's it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dan G pointing out Prince. We lost Prince last year. We lost Bowie last year. There's a, there's a there's a ton of of great talents that we lost last year. Um, you know, there's there's this a, year. you're right this year. I mean, I guess I'm thinking already as if uh, this year has already come and gone, but. Um, you know, and, and ultimately it's, it's been a tough year for, for a lot of different reasons, but that being said, it has been a great year for the flash, um, especially in the, the kickoff of this season with season three, I I think so far it's been the strongest first half of a season that we've gotten since the, since season one. Um, I would even kind of rank it up there with, if not even beyond what season one did, uh, in terms of just being that quality of storytelling and that engaging, um, they, they, they snuck in the detective aspect of the comic book story this year. And I think that it's, it's for me, it has made me more interested because it hasn't been from the get go. Who is Harrison Wells here? It's been kind of like this alchemy playing in the back end. There wasn't always kind of this question of who is Dr. Alchemy that wasn't at the forefront. And so, you know, things, things have been going really, really well for this season. I think they've got things lined up for a great season in the future as well. We've got John Wesley ship portraying Jake Garrick, which I think is huge. You know, the road in which he got there a little rough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm still not exactly unsore from that, but he's here now and he is our Jay Garrick. And I think he's incredible. Uh, I just love that. I love kind of the, the concept of what they're doing with their three, um, you know, we got new Star Wars that's going to happen in, in mere hours, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's there's much to look forward to, not just uh, not just in. By the in, way, you mentioned Henry Allen and, 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 and uh, Jay Garrett. Can we get a red and yellow? You want to you, you want a red and yellow? I want a red and yellow. This is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. Oh, no. I'm on my red and yellow. Oh, school. You're red and yellow, red and yellow, Flash TV Talk. There you go. Oh, that is totes adorbs. Is that the best? That is so the best. So we got a lot to look forward to, um, you know, both in terms of, you know, a fresh year, hopefully a fresh start, albeit with definitely, um, I mean, some things carrying over from 2016 are going to affect us from years to come. But regardless, we've got a we've got a fresh year, fresh start, and we've got some amazing things going on in the flash. And for this podcast and for me, uh, that at the moment is, is what I care about. And so I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a good one. But by the way, you can keep up with us during the hiatus. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at The Real Bo York. You can follow Bell at Ring That Bell. You can, of course, follow us on the show at Flash TV Talk. But if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. 
And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to also like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. We also want to give a special uh, shout out to Charlie Bach, who provides our outro music. He does an amazing stuff. You can find his work on SoundCloud. Be sure to also check out our webcomic during the hiatus as well, The Brogues, thebrogues.com, where we've been telling a a, a very fun alternate timeline story called A Fast Point. So thebrogues.com, check that out. If you actually go into the menu there, you can jump directly into the beginning of Fast Point and, uh, and enjoy that. As we go along, it's kind of a weekly strip in the in kind of the same way of the Sunday funnies, except there's nothing funny about this, except it, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know. Check it out. Thebrogues.com. We really appreciate it if you do. You can also support us uh, through thebrogues.com. There's a Patreon account there. Uh, more to come about that in the coming year. Uh, so a lot of great stuff going on. Bell, man, we have got a lot to look forward to in the coming year. It is coming to a close, but let me tell you and to everybody who's out there, have a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll be back in a flash. All right, man. All right, let me get Bell back. Let me get Bell back. This is what happens when you have a ton of windows up and you've been drinking... Several glasses of eggnogs, heavily, heavily spiked with Four Roses small batch bourbon. Don't drink in podcast. Leave that to the professionals. <laughs> Listen here, Trickster's Nightmare. You, you, you don't, you don't, you don't say when I'm drunk. I, that's, that's, that's a decision between me and God. And Grandma <laughs> Esther. Grandma Esther is her call. And that's she true. Knows. That's 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 between me and Grandma Esther. <laughs> she knows what she's drinking, and she knows if you've been naughty. And she knows and she's got a list. And she's and checking. The only it. thing on that list is whiskey and eggs. Eggnog. Well, and the, the nog. Where does the nog come from? She makes it. She makes it for she, the eggs. She makes it for the. How do you do that? How do you do how that? You, how do you, <laughs> how'd you do that? How did you, you, you do that? <laughs> she's magic, man. Like she's magic. That's that's. She is it. magic. I'll have everyone know uh, that by now I have drank uh, twenty ounces of fifteen percent eggnog. Drinking, drinking, drinking. Uh, I need to fill this cup back up. Can we? Can we take a brief respite? Do you have anything else cute? No, those are. My, up? I've got the one big finale thing. That we're gonna, well, we got to hold on to that. Yeah, but but I don't have anything else uh, in terms of that. That was my; those are my only two bits. I could play Grandma Esther's uh, <laughs> thing again. I I, 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 I got to get nog. I mean, I can't not drink nog during Grandma all Esther's. All right, all right. You drink nog and do Christmas calling extravaganza. Mm, Beautiful song. Beautiful. I, I mean, like that's that's an instant classic right there. That's a holiday tradition, I think. That's that's um, if if we ever released a Flash TV Talk Christmas album, that would be on it. Yeah. I think so. It has to be. I think that. I think so. All right, guys. Uh, last chance. This is this is your last call for uh, last call to call in. Last last chance to uh, to call in. Well, we could have uh, uh, Grandma Esther call in. I tell you what. Actually, let, let me do this. Um, no, we we can't. We can't. Grandma Esther is um, she's dead. Uh, let me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what was, that's what I was pouring some out for. Her. Yeah. <laughs> She's pouring just, it onto her grave, and it just instantly just like gets sucked into the grave. I'm just saying, man. Next year, let's invite John Wesley Ship. Dan, giving a shout out to Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. I love that podcast, but they haven't done it in like forever. We got to get Tom Cavanaugh back on podcasting. 
Um, well, maybe we can get him on the show, and then we can talk about snack. How great would that be? Like you guys, you guys over. We, we, we'll talk. We'll take. We need to finish up this show, but we, we need to talk about. We need to talk about Tom plants. and Bo and Matt eat snacks or drink and talk about them. Drink eggnog or that's, drink eggnog. That's there what it needs to be. That's that's Tom the show. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.